Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. And thank you all for joining us this morning. It's such an honor, a privilege and an honor to come before you all this morning. I'm always excited. uh, And to be honest with you, I'm always nervous. (laughs) But nevertheless, it's uh, it's because uh, I don't do this in my own strength. Um, I do this, uh, you know, coming from a place of um, honoring God in, in terms of what we're going to be sharing. And so sometimes, you know, as we have shared before, you know, it works on us as well. So, <laughs> so we're continuing our series on Biz by the Book, Achieving Kingdom Success in the Secular Marketplace. And as always, it is our desire that today's wisdom inspires you. And so we've been actually, uh, you know, discussing several topics as it relates to, you know, um, you know, ownership, um, you know, uh, um, versus stewardship. And uh, yesterday we kind of continued our conversation. And today we're going to talk about leadership versus discipleship. And so uh, hopefully you have your pen and paper. If you don't, uh, you know, try to listen very intently. <laughs> so we're always going to start out with a, a few scriptures. Um, I want to provide you with some scriptural references uh, for today as we continue our discussion. So Philippians 2 and 3 is uh, a scripture, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each other esteem other the other better than themselves. Uh, also, Mark 10 and uh, 42 through 44. <clears throat> um, I'm not going to read all of the scriptures. I have uh, a couple of uh, scriptures. Matthew 23, 10, verses 2. So Philippians 2 and 3, Mark 10, 42 through 44, and then Matthew 23, 10 through 12. So again, we're talking about uh, leadership versus discipleship. And as I was, you know, kind of, um, I guess, doing my research and and preparing for today, um, at first it was only going to be about leadership. And then uh, it kind of took a little bit of a turn. Uh, I don't want to say it was a turn, but, you know, a little bit more uh, added, um, I guess, research I I kind of delve into discipleship. And so that's how it became leadership versus discipleship, because a lot of times uh, we find ourselves in leadership positions, whether it's on our jobs, whether uh, you know, it's in ministry at our church, um, whether it's, you know, in our own businesses where obviously, you know, there's a, there are leadership roles. But sometimes the two uh, may sound similar, but they're different in function. And so that's what we're kind of exploring today. So let's kind of talk a little bit about leadership first. So, Leadership in, in the scripture um, is, is really perfectly illustrated by Jesus, right? Um, he illustrated what leadership looks like 
and he illustrated it when he, in John 13, 3 through 17, I'm not going to read that whole thing, but when Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, he was illustrating what uh, leadership looked like because it takes on the form of servanthood. Leadership is about servanthood, right? And so he said, do not be called leaders, for one is your leader, that is Christ. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. And whatsoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whosoever humbles himself shall be exalted. So leadership is more about servanthood, right? And so I wanted to kind of uh, just give you a few pointers or a few tips about what servanthood or the the uh, the whole concept behind leadership and what that looks like in terms of servanthood. Now, Jesus illustrated it in that scripture by washing, you know, the um, the disciples' feet, right? But there's also, you know, a few other things about what does leadership look like in the form of servanthood, right? And so uh, I, I've got three points that I want to share with you on that, and then we'll move on to discipleship. So servant leaders, number one, adopt the attitude of Christ. Servant leaders adopt the attitude of Christ. And servant leaders adopt the attitude of Christ toward power, position, and authority. That's why he's talking about humbling yourself a lot. In, in, in the secular place, leadership looks totally different, right? We have a, there's a totally different attitude when it comes to power, position, and authority. And you don't have to look far for that. You can just look to see what's going on right now in our country. But I digress. Understanding that all power, position, and authority is given by God and not to be idealized, idolized, sorry, or abused. Adopting the attitude of Christ toward power, position, and authority. Number two. Servant leaders demonstrate the characteristics of Christ by displaying unconditional love, humility, and self-sacrifice, right? It's not about us. It's about displaying unconditional love and humility, encouraging others, right? You, You want the best for others that you're leading, you help empower others, right? So you demonstrate the characteristics of Christ. The third uh, tip is following the model of Christ. So adopting the attitude of Christ, demonstrating the characteristics of Christ, and following the model of Christ. Whatever you want your followers to do, you must do first. That's the model, right, that Christ gave us. Meaning as a leader, you lead into battle, not considering yourselves too important or more important to work. Uh, uh, You know, you want everybody else to work hard, but you don't want want to work hard, right? The task may be different, 
but the responsibilities are going to the task. Um, I'm sorry. You want others others to work hard and sacrifice, even though the task and responsibilities are different from those that you lead. Okay, uh, the task in in terms of what Christ did for us, right? It was different. His responsibilities was different, but what he did when he served. And he he came to earth and he served us. He served his disciples, right? He gave us a model of what servanthood and serving and having the attitude of a servant leader looks like, okay? So those are the three things that I want to make sure that I I, uh, give you this morning about what servanthood looks like in the realm of leadership, okay? Now, I also kind of went on, like I said, on this little rabbit trail, if you will, about discipleship. And so when I looked up discipleship, because I know that sometimes we, and and the reason I did is because I was like, what's the difference between discipleship and leadership, right? You know, I knew that there was a difference, but I just, I wasn't sure what the difference was because a lot of times we, we kind of, uh, use those interchangeably, okay? So one distinction between discipleship and leadership is that discipleship focuses on following and leadership focuses on influencing, right? That's like a simple uh, distinction, okay? Um, and so as I continued to read, I came upon this article that really I felt really kind of uh, uh, it broke the whole thing down for me. And uh, so I'm going to read a few excerpts from this article that I found. It said, um, often ministry, ministry leaders will ask, what do you do for discipleship? And then a few moments later they'll ask, what do you do for leadership development? Right? And the um a lot in the article they were saying that it's a grave mistake to think that the two are mutually exclusive and it says while it may be helpful to view leadership development as advanced discipleship or as a subset of discipleship it is detrimental to view leadership development as something that's distinct from discipleship. I hope you got that. Uh, and again, these are this is an excerpt. I'm not reading the whole article, but I really wanted to help us really kind of unfold the difference between the two, although they are similar, okay? So leadership development apart from discipleship becomes skill-based, right? If leaders are developed apart from Jesus, the emphasis is inevitably on skills and not the heart. That is important. It's about a heart transformation, right? Uh, divorcing leadership development from discipleship can leave people more skilled and less sanctified. And when competency and skill outpace character, Leaders are set up for failure. 
We don't serve people well if we teach them how to lead without teaching them how to follow, okay? Uh, we don't serve leaders well if we develop their skills without shepherding their characters. So leadership development, apart from being a disciple of Jesus Christ, always results in skills apart from character, okay? And and the reason I wanted to to really kind of dive into that a little bit was because I know there are people on here that's in the marketplace, but there's also people, like I, I think I said, you know, at the beginning, there's also people that may listen to this that may be in ministry and they're trying to figure out, okay, how do I, you know, how do I serve, you know, in in, in my church as a leader or maybe you're in an organization or what have you. And so this applies to all of that, right? But this is what really kind of broke things down for me as I was doing uh, the research. So it says the process, talking about leadership versus um, discipleship, the process is the same, but the focus is different. Discipleship, I learned how to live like Jesus. Leadership, I learned how to lead like Jesus. Discipleship is primarily about character. Leadership is primarily about competencies and skills. Discipleship is about leading self. Leadership is about leading others. Discipleship is about cultivating intimacy with God, and leadership is about cultivating influence with people. So I really hope, you know, there's obviously not time on these 15-minute calls to you know, to dive deep into that. There's a whole lot of resources out there on leadership. Uh, you know, John Maxwell, you know, has a whole library. You know, that's one that, that comes to mind. But there are a ton of resources out there that you can find on leadership and uh, discipleship. I just wanted to explore this topic, uh, just, you know, kind of give you a high-level view of what the differences are on leadership versus discipleship. So having said that, I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope it propels you to keep moving forward. I hope it propels you to consider the decisions that you make. You know, we talked about that all week. Every decision you make is a a spiritual decision. Decisions on how you lead others, how you steward your time, how you steward resources. That's what we've been talking about all week, right? And so I hope that today's call has inspired you. Also, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community, as Dorothy has said, and you want to be a part of and benefit from the resources of our transformational coaching and community, please send us an email at hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line tomorrow. Same time, same place, same station with more wisdom inspired. Have a productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.